1: That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500.
2: Breaking news, 2 million cases worldwide, U.S. deaths near 28,000, and tonight an update on the growing threat in America's nursing homes, why the National Guard is moving in to help. Plus, Governor Cuomo today orders all New Yorkers to wear masks in public and he warns we're all in this for the long haul. It's over when we have a vaccine. Tonight, our interview with Dr. Anthony Fauci, who says a vaccine might be ready in less than a year.
3: It is possible to shave a couple of months off that.
2: Reopening America. Protesters in Michigan demand an end to stay-at-home orders. Will the president endorse the plan from the CDC and FEMA? And governors warn of a second wave of infections if restrictions are lifted too soon. Plus, could Los Angeles ban sporting events and concerts until 2021? Money in the bank. As some Americans wait for checks in the mail, the Treasury Department says 80 million people have received their direct deposits. So many checking their accounts, it crashes several bank websites. And news tonight on those small business loans, the $350 billion, almost gone. The nationwide steakhouse that gets 20 million and a local pizza shop still waiting for help. And those quarantine workouts, creative ways people staying at home are staying in shape.
4: This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell, reporting from the nation's capital.
2: Good evening, and thank you for joining us tonight. President Trump says data shows the U.S. has passed the peak on new coronavirus cases. This as a battle is brewing across the country over how and when Americans can get back to work. The virus is still taking a deadly toll. There are now more than 2 million confirmed cases worldwide. More than 600,000 are in the US where deaths have surged past 27,000. Tonight, New York's governor is ordering everyone there to wear masks in public. And LA's mayor reportedly won't allow concerts or sporting events until next year. But in other places, there is anger that all of those restrictions are taking their own toll on the economy. In Michigan today, cars jammed streets near the Capitol protesting that state's strict stay-at-home rules. And while most restrictions nationwide were put in place by governors, President Trump says, tomorrow, he will announce federal guidelines to reopen the country. Today's financial news is only adding to the president's sense of urgency, retail sales for things like clothes and furniture hit historic lows in March. And that federal loan fund designed to help small businesses pay their employees, well, it's set to run out of money tonight. All of that balanced against scenes like this in New York City, bodies piling up in refrigerator trucks because funeral homes can't keep up with so much death. Our correspondents have new reporting tonight, and Mola Lange is going to lead us off in New York City. Mola.
4: Nora, why that death toll continues to rise. Hospitalization rates here appear to be flattening out still. And that has Governor Cuomo thinking about his approach moving forward. Today, he announced that he will be requiring all New Yorkers to wear some sort of face mask when in public. It had been encouraged. He will now be requiring it. This, as some Americans are growing increasingly frustrated with their stay-at-home orders. In Lansing, Michigan today, a loud sign that some have had enough with their governor's three-week-old stay-at-home order.
1: We have to go to work. The economic fallout from all this is going to be much worse than the virus ever was.
4: Americans in 44 states are under social distancing orders. And as some states, like Texas, continue border stops ordering out-of-state travelers indoors, some are preparing for what opening up might look like. Los Angeles is considering banning large sporting and music events until 2021. New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy said today his state will not be business as usual there either. The notion that we're going to go back to some sort of, let's just turn the clock back to three months ago, I, I just don't see it. Maryland and Massachusetts announced they're hiring 1,000 workers to trace contacts of the infected. But today, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo said his state won't get there unless the federal government helps.
5: When you have a state that has to do a large number of these tests, I'm telling you we can't do it without federal support.
4: In New York's hospitals, normal still feels a long way off. 2,200 new hospitalizations in the last 24 hours. More makeshift morgues, a sign the death toll, continues to rise.
1: A lot of action going on today.
4: Mount Sinai Beth Israel ER doctor Eric Eiting
1: still seeing a flood of patients. Some people as young as in their 20s um, and people as old as in their 80s.
4: Being on the front line has taken a toll on health care workers. The CDC tallies more than 9,200 sick and at least 27 deaths, including Minoli Ia's mother a Brooklyn physician's assistant.
6: She was my hero and she was other people's hero. My dad likes to call her super because she really was.
4: COVID-19 hotspots continue to sprout up. The pork production plant in Sioux Falls is now the largest cluster in the country with at least 644 cases linked to the facility. Nursing homes continue to struggle. In New Jersey, nearly every facility has had at least one case. The death toll nationwide at more than 3,800. In some states, like West Virginia, the National Guard is conducting tests. Still through the bleak, there are bright spots like in Oklahoma where the family of Jeffrey Cowan was able to embrace after he spent 28 days in the ICU.
7: He was very, very quickly ill and he's very, very lucky to be alive.
4: And this somber moment at Arlington National Cemetery in the social distancing era, a soldier lowering his mask to console a grieving family as he placed the tri-folded flag on a table at a safe distance away. Well, of course, there is more to this crisis, this virus, than just the health impact. Today, the city of New York announced a $170 million plan to make sure that every New Yorker has enough food during this crisis. And that is in addition to the 275,000 meals provided to school sites and delivered to seniors every single day, Nora.
2: Incredible numbers, Mola. Thank you. Moments ago, President Trump said he will announce new guidelines tomorrow that aim to reopen the economy. He's pushing to do it before the end of this month, even as the mayor, right here in D.C., the nation's capital, extended her stay-at-home order to May 15th. Ben Tracy is at the White House tonight. And, Ben, what did we hear from the president?
6: Well, Nora, the president has not said which states he thinks can safely reopen. He had said that he would defer to his health experts on this, but it's clear he's made up his mind that it's time to at least get some of the country back open for business. The president says as many as 29 states could open before May 1st, ahead of when the current White House social distancing guidelines end. We'll be opening up states, some states, much sooner than others. Governors are looking forward. They're chomping at the bit he admits his rush to reopen could backfire if infections spike.
3: We'll have to do something that's very
6: ser- very serious. We'll have to maybe close them up and start all over again. The president is feeling pressure to get the economy back on track. Retail sales plunged a record 8.7% in March, and some republican lawmakers now say saving the economy is more important than saving lives.
8: It is policymakers' decision to say this is the lesser of these two evils, and it is not zero evil, but it is the lesser of these evils.
6: But the country does not yet have a reliable system of testing and tracking, which health experts say is essential before safely reopening. Fewer than 70,000 Americans are now projected to die of coronavirus, but the modeling assumes full social distancing until the end of May, not May 1st. If you ease up on these guidelines now, how many more Americans do you think well, are going to die? Well, not easing up. The
3: states that are opening are not states which will have a problem with that.
6: The reason they don't have a problem now is because of social distancing.
3: But the reason also is they're different kinds of states. They have lots of room. They have fewer people, and they have lots of room.
6: The Treasury Department is now sending out those $1,200 stimulus checks to Americans who qualify for them. The websites of several major banks crashed today because people were so eager to see if the money had landed in their accounts. For those who are getting a physical check in the mail, in an unprecedented move, the Treasury Department has printed President Trump's name on those checks.
2: Nora. Thank you, Ben. Joining us now is National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases Director and White House Coronavirus Task Force member, Dr. Anthony Fauci. Dr. Fauci, thank you so much for joining us.
3: Good to be with you.
2: You've said we're not yet there in terms of the key steps that we have to have in place to reopen the economy. If you had a magic wand, what would we need? Well, I think it's
3: going to be different for different parts of the country. The success or failure of that rolling reentry program, as I call it, would be the capability of being able to test, identify, isolate, get someone who's infected out of circulation, and do a good degree of contact tracing. The absolute thing that you would need is to be able to respond and contain whatever rebound you get so that you don't wind up in a situation where you have another escalation.
2: Do you envision, then, in the future, in terms of reopening the economy, that there will be temperature checks at businesses, that there will be fewer tables at restaurants. What will that new normal look like?
3: I mean, I absolutely would not be surprised if we did see in certain places that someone would take one of those very quick uh, temperature checks, put it you know, uh, in front of your forehead, and wind up determining if you're, uh, if you're febrile or not, and keeping you out of whatever location you want to go into. Also, more physical separation. I think that's feasible.
2: So let me ask you about that vaccine, since you're coordinating that at the National Institutes of Health. How are these human trials going? Are we ahead of schedule? What's the data that you see?
3: Well, again, it's too... It's, it's premature to talk about data, except to say that there have been no glitches. I said a couple of months ago, I think about a month and a half ago, that it would be about a year to a year and a half. It is possible to shave a couple of months off that. But, you know, you don't want to overpromise. We'll just have to see how it goes.
2: But what are you hopeful about?
3: Well, you know, my hope is that we get through this acute challenge that we're in now, that we will be prepared if we do get a resurgence uh, in the next season, that we'll be able to keep it under very good contained control without going through the very difficult situation that we've been facing over the last several weeks and that by the time we get to the point where we have a vaccine we could put coronavirus behind us and make sure that we're well prepared for the next emerging infection challenge.
2: Thank you Dr. Fauci.
3: Thank you. Good to be with you, Nora.
2: We turn now to that $350 billion fund to help small businesses and its workers get through the shutdown. The Paycheck Protection Program could run out of money as early as tonight, and Congress can't agree on how to send more. In our Financial Fallout series, Chris Van Cleve reports on the program's popularity and problems.
7: It took high-end steakhouse Ruth's Chris with 150 restaurants and more than 5,000 employees just days to get a $20 million loan from J.P. Morgan Chase. Funds from the $350 billion set aside to help small businesses make payroll. The CARES Act allows restaurants and hotels regardless of size to apply, but it appears size matters.
5: I don't think it's fair that the big guys get everything and the little guys get nothing.
7: Paul Gattuso is struggling to keep Paul's pizza and hot dogs open. The 38-year-old Westchester, Illinois, restaurant has just eight employees and is still waiting for word about its small business loan.
5: You check your emails hourly. You're waiting anxiously to hear something. I can't do it much longer. I'm trying so hard.
7: Democrats in Congress complain the program allows banks to prioritize existing customers, particularly those with large credit lines like Ruth's Chris, over small businesses or new applicants. I don't think it's wrong that the big companies You know, are getting the money and saving jobs. What's wrong is it's not on a level playing field. Neil Borofsky oversaw the 2009 stimulus program during the Great Recession. So for the mom and pop, are they at the back of the line? Frankly, until all the established bank customers get their loans, they may not even be on the line. A line that may be too long for small business owners like Paul Gattuso. When the small business fund runs out of money, it will be up to Congress to restock it. Ruth Chris Colt told us in a statement that it and its nearly 30 franchisees will follow all of the regulations in the loan program and that $20 million will go primarily to payroll. Nora.
2: All right, Chris, thank you. Well, tonight, the FDA says it has given emergency authorization to two new antibody tests that might detect whether a person is immune to the coronavirus. Now, in our series, Racing to a Cure, the innovative idea that's being tested in Italy to use immunity passports for residents to return to work. Here's Chris Livsay.
8: In the fight against coronavirus, this may be the next frontier, testing blood for crucial antibodies that could be a sign of immunity. It takes just 15 minutes to find out if a patient has antibodies, antibodies that could save a life. They show that a person has been exposed to the virus and is probably no longer in danger of getting sick or transmitting the disease. Now, with Italy's economy under threat of collapse, after a month-long lockdown, the government says it's working on solutions to getting people back to work. One governor wants to issue licenses, allowing those with immunity to return to their jobs.
0: Yes, I think this is the future.
8: This hospital in Bologna is the first to roll out the tests, starting with 18,000 doctors and nurses, says Dr. Tiziana Lazzarotto, who runs the program. But while politicians are pushing for the tests, doctors say there are still many unknowns, including whether the antibodies mean lasting immunity.
9: The immunity is protective or not. In this moment, we don't know.
8: And testing at large is at least several weeks away. Moving too quickly would not only be risky, she says, but could lead to a second explosion of the virus in a country that's already paid an enormous price. Chris Livesay, CBS News, Bologna.
2: Tonight, Europe is taking small steps toward getting back to some sort of normal life. Germany says parts of its economy will begin to reopen on Monday. Holly Williams has more on a continent cautiously coming back to life.
9: When Denmark's children began heading back to elementary schools today, the country's Prime Minister was there to remind them to keep a safe distance from each other, however unlikely it is that they'll remember. In Austria, thousands of small stores were allowed to reopen yesterday. Even hard-hit Italy has permitted bookshops and children's clothing stores to start trading. Professor Gabriel Lung is an infectious disease expert in Hong Kong, a place applauded for its tough response. He says governments will probably go through cycles of partially lifting restrictions, then reimposing them if infections spike. When would you expect the US to begin lifting
8: restrictions? Different places in the US have been experiencing the first wave differently. You would really have to make decisions that are much more local to be more precise, targeted, and therefore more most appropriate.
9: But in Denmark, nearly 18,000 parents have signed a petition claiming their children are being used as guinea pigs. Tamara McGee, an English teacher originally from Tennessee, told us she's worried. Oh God, because kids don't know how to stay away from each other. My two-year-old daughter doesn't get that. She wants to hug people. She wants to kiss people. Living under lockdown is tough, but leaving it can be frightening.
2: Holly Williams, CBS News, Istanbul. We all know it's not easy keeping fit during this pandemic. Gyms are closed, but some people have discovered just about anything in the house can be turned into exercise equipment. Here's Jim Axelrod. <laughs>
5: Forget the freshman 15.
1: I want to
5: break free. Not gaining that COVID-19 means confronting a new set of challenges, real-o, real-o, real-o. like working out where you are
3: real-o,
5: real-o, with what you've got.
3: Real-o, real-o, real-o,
5: Exercise in this age of quarantine requires some ingenuity, if not a lot of nerve, and perhaps a few extra tennis balls. Around the world, people are getting it done with a little help from their friends or in some lucky cases, their best friend. Good Over the years, British fitness start. instructor Joe Wicks has tried it all to attract kids to his video workouts. Really well. It took him 9 years to gain 800,000 subscribers to his YouTube channel.
9: And in the past 3 weeks alone, I've now got 2.2 million followers and subscribers to the channel, which is mind-blowing. It's just Exponential global
5: growth. Fortune, it would appear, favors the resourceful and certainly the multitaskers who find ways not just to stick to their routines but improve upon them as well. Jim CBS News, Montclair, <laughs> New Jersey.
2: On tomorrow's CBS Evening News, some Detroit businesses are getting a lifeline during the pandemic from an unexpected source. And if you can't watch us live, don't forget to set your DVR so you can watch us later. That is tonight's CBS Evening News. We'll see you right back here tomorrow. And tonight, we leave you with the Washington National Cathedral lit up in blue every night this week to thank our health care workers. Good night.
5: If
0: you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app, or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com slash survey.
2: Save on Cox Internet when you add Cox Mobile and get fiber-powered internet at home and unbeatable 5G reliability on the go. So whether you're playing a game at home, Yes, go! or attending one live, Go! You can do more without spending more. Learn how to save at cox.com slash internet. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial cable. Cox Mobile runs on the network with unbeatable 5G reliability as measured by Ookla LLC in the U.S. to H 2023. Results may vary, not an endorsement. Other restrictions apply.